What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. If it's your first time coming to hang out, let me tell you how things go around here so everybody can be on the same page for the episode. Buds, Bros, and Superheroes are going to be the topics of conversation we're having today. In the Buds section, we're going to be talking about PA medical marijuana, traveling of the green is what I like to call it around here, if you will, sir. After that, we're going to head into the Bros section where our guest is a first-time guest today. Awesome artist. Going to be doing some fun background on that. And in the superhero section, we're going to actually lead on from that section into this, talking about Power Ranger Zio. So stick around to see how that works. Like I said, first time guest here, dude. Thanks so much for coming. You know, it's, it's, it's a little intimidating to be like, hey, for the first time ever meeting, you want to come over and do a podcast? So I really appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Dude, say hey. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, sort of super weird first meet, but I like it. I appreciate well, it. Yeah, no, I know. I was like, I loved your answer, too, because uh, the way we know each other actually really started the conversation, because I believe I followed you on Instagram before any of this happened. And what I mean by any of this, of the family I married into, you happen to know, like growing up with this whole time of like a weird two degrees, three degrees. It's not, it's less than seven, Kevin Bacon. So how about that? But a few degrees of separation of JD being on the show. JD has been on the show several times. So you, we were supposed to do a three-way kind of a, what are they called? A menage a trois of sorts, if you will. But no, we've kind of moved that on. And like, I was like, hey dude, are you still cool? Are you comfortable with that? And you're like, I'm comfortable with everything. I was like, my man, like what a great response. I like that kind of attitude. So thanks. You know, I kept texting his wife too. I was like, I can't wait to have a threesome with your husband. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he bailed. Don't worry, you know, I'll put in twice the effort. You'll get off twice as much and we'll still do yeah, this. Yeah, and you know what? I'll put in twice the effort. So now we're at four. <laughs> exactly. Huh, that's what you're missing, JD. But if it's anybody's first time, we are going to start the show the way that we usually always do, which is entering into the bud section. So in the bud section, I work inside the Pennsylvania Medical Marijuana Program. You are a patient of the Pennsylvania Medical Marijuana Program. So let's talk about some medical marijuana, sir. How long have you been in the program? Maybe two years now. Nice. I think, yeah. It definitely, pandemic was going on. Cause it was a virtual meeting and everything. Yeah, I would say two years. Awesome. And so far, uh, I like to call it, like I alluded in the beginning of the traveling of the green. What's been some of your favorite ways to go? How do you like to enjoy? Um, yeah, probably vaping I like the most. Just for the smell concealment. Like, doesn't stink up the house or anything, which is good for my tenant. <laughs> That's probably why I got more into vapes, but I like it all. Whatever gets past my way. <laughs> awesome. Have you tried anything else? Like other than flour, have you ever dabbled into any concentrates or anything? Yeah, once and done. I can't. That was, too yeah. Much. I I went like white as a ghost. Okay. Like, and I, it was awful. I just went right to bed. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> right think, to sleep. Not I think it's the out. first high hangover I've ever had. Okay. Yeah. So I don't touch that anymore. Gotcha. Yeah. Anybody listening? So that can come in. We have uh, so many ways of doing it in a butter or a batter. Or trinket. Is that what it's called? The, the When you drip it on your tongue? Oh, a tincture. Tincture. That's what I did. Oh, okay. So tincture is a different way. Yeah. No, it's, it's tinctures can get you if you're not really a thousand percent sure of either. The brand, because every brand kind of hits differently. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like buying a shirt. Just because you're a large in some doesn't mean a large always fits in every. So you'll go and be like, oh, I bet I could take a few of these. And you're right. No, it can hit you. And the hangover is something real, too, especially if you take it real late at night, like I like to, to yeah. just kind of help my stomach settle overnight. Like, you could wake up still kind of going, ooh, all right, it's still there. Okay. Hi. Good morning. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, concentrates, though, too, you could take through either a Puffco or like a banger. If you've ever seen people like do it with the uh, a dab, they take the oil and they put it on the really hot glass and anything oh. like that. It's some crazy shit, man. It like, does sound crazy. It, it, that was a little intimidating for me, so I bought like the digital version of it almost. So I've started dabbling with those, but if you've never seen one, usually come in like teeny tiny little containers, and then this is a batter. So it's just a little Whoa. little guy in there. And you could just heat that up if you've ever wanted to try that. It's pretty awesome. But flower-wise, we can kind of get back to it as well, as we have enjoyed some flower here today, each picking up some motor breath. How did you enjoy this? It's awesome. It's great. You feeling pretty good right now, yeah, right? I'm feeling great. Super relaxed, but I also find myself, well, I mean, I should be honest with you and everybody, I'm already pretty chatty, if you haven't been able to tell. Yeah. So I'm already feeling chatty, but this makes me feel chatty too. When I look at it, I see, you know, it is an indica and it's super strong too, testing at 32% THC, which is pretty high for this area. But what I see in here too is all the myrcene or myrcene, depending on how you want to say it. That's a 0.625%, which is like also rather high and i believe that's the nice calming effect but my chattiness is coming from all the caryophylline and limonene it's pretty spectacular so i don't know anything about marijuana i'm like that's a cool name or that sounds like a good flavor maybe and that's the route i'll take which is like i should learn it if i'm gonna keep smoking it (laughs) one of the reasons why i like your podcast too is because you go into it like that and i actually do learn it oh thanks man i appreciate that yeah, so right off the bat, you know, the first thing that I ask if anybody comes in is like how you like to feel and knowing if you like the relaxed or kind of the uppity because one of the things I'd hate and one of the things almost kind of a fresh tip for anybody listening for their first time going into a dispensary is like if you feel rushed in a dispensary, you're at the wrong dispensary. In our area, I would find it almost fortunate that you have so many options. There's almost like eight different ones that you can go to in this small little county all within just, you know, I don't know, at the tip top of traveling from the farthest, maybe a half hour. Yeah. There's quite a few kind of jammed in here. It's pretty crazy, to be honest. So to have all those jammed in there, like if you feel rushed, you're at the wrong place. So just always ask as many questions. So like I always come in and just be like, how do you like to feel and kind of go from there? So kind of asking you, if you don't mind, like, are you a hybrid indica sativa kind of guy? Um, I started getting into hybrids. Because again, I don't really know what I'm doing and I figured I'll just do both. <laughs> yeah, just walk down the straight center yeah. and kind of feel how you're doing from there. Awesome. Because isn't one like energy and the other one's more put you to sleep? Absolutely, okay. yeah. That's, so that's, I know that much at least. Absolutely, yeah, man. I so, want to be right in the middle of that. <laughs> that's how exactly how I like to feel too. So as I kind of read these off, talking about like the downer almost of the mercy and the upper of the caryophylline or the limonene is the euphoric effect you're going for every time is called i love it because i love the show the entourage effect which is like unlocking every single one of your end receptors with the right cannabinoids and uh terpenoids and stuff like that so weird segue have you ever seen entourage (laughs) yeah i definitely did when it was coming out and then i fell off probably because i didn't have hbo and then i just never went back to it it's funny i've watched it at friends houses it's kind of funny to watch now especially like I think Spider-Man had just hit when the show was coming out, so they're rushing Vince to be Aquaman. Yeah. And now there is an Aquaman movie, and it's just like, oh, man, this is this is weird to think about. I think I've seen him in interviews, too, where they would ask him, like, are you pissed that they didn't reach out to you? And he just kind of, like, laughs it off. 
I would have loved just some sort of background, something of him just being like, I can do it. And everybody's like, no. Yeah. I mean, DC already has their multiverse going, so they could just pop them in on a TV show or something. Anywhere. That's a good point. They are kind of coming up to that in their Flashpoint. Or is it called? Well, yeah, it's called that. So, like, it would be plausible to see him in so anything. Do you watch like that. the CW shows at all? I fell off at some point with just about everything. I don't think I ever got on board with Black Lightning oh. or Legends, really. Legends takes about maybe season three, it completely changes into like this weird like comedy we i don't even know how to explain it it's literally its own thing they had cisco in an episode doing the thong song yes. cisco cool he performed it while they were fighting so that's what that show turned into it's almost upsetting that this is a podcast because i wish i had my reaction to that because i felt my face do it and i can't say i've ever felt it it was it was somewhere <laughs> between like an impressed and eye roll at the same time like I, I kind of need to see it, but maybe I don't want to watch it. So he's fight singing the thong song, Cisco. He's not fighting. Okay. It's like, if I remember correctly, I think they go to like, it's kind of like a wax museum or something, but then they they come to life and one of them is Cisco. So Cisco's just performing in like his mu- museum cage or whatever. Okay. While they're fighting, I think magic, if I remember the season. The Constantine was on there. They did they did a couple seasons with magic. It's so crazy. It sounds pretty fucking epic. So maybe I'll jump back on that. I think my dad is somebody who watches that and like yeah. asks me questions about different people and I'll kind of as much as I can help him through it. And he'll say stuff where I'm like, Really? Like, why are they on there? And he's like, They're doing this. And I'm like, Really? What a, okay, but maybe I should just get on it, but I also like that they brought Matt Reeves over for that because he was almost done playing Constantine. I like him. Yeah. Especially, too, because it's his voice in most of the animated mm-hmm. ones, like in that weird time He's of... attached to the character. I can't think of anyone else now. It is. But, you know, kind of weird segue again. There has been a past version of Keanu Reeves. Yes. Would you... If one had to get a feature film, who would you want to see? Would you want to see a Constantine uh, 2 or a reboot Constantine with Matt? Honestly, I got to go Matt. But... I think they would have to redo him I, for like a movie character and not less of a TV character. Just there is definitely a difference between the two like tones, I think. But yeah, I'd love to see Matt. I want to see Keanu too, though. It's hard. Yeah. Because yeah. even here, I'm sitting also as I'm listening going like, I was, he's making sense. You're right. It's they would have Matt to kind of redo it. it so much. A lot of the people who might not read comics or know exactly who Hellblazer is won't know that, like, yes, Keanu Reeves once bore his name in a movie, but in terms of being anything like the character was just not. Like, almost imagine in the vice versa, if you saw a Superman movie with somebody who was English and blonde, Mm. where you'd be like, holy shit, this is fucking weird. But nobody knew Superman well enough to know that that's the opposite. That's exactly almost what they did, where in the fact he's supposed to be Constantine English and blonde, and they cast Keanu Reeves, who is neither, nor do they dye his hair or make him try an accent, because we've all seen Dracula. Oh, my God, yeah. It was bad. That was but, bad, Dracula. <laughs> His accent was bad, so luckily they were like, nah, just just be kind of miserable and smoke he, cigarettes. And that's the other thing that Matt doesn't get to do on TV because of laws and shit, but like... He always pulls one out and they like kick it out of his hand. Yeah. 
or I've also seen him put one down. Yeah. Like it's, you've never seen it exit his mouth. He's always just kind of like crushing it. I'm like, very smart. The thing I liked about that though, was in one episode, they had a Dr. Fate helmet where I was like, let's do it. Let's go dark. And that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, back to the point I started to make and then I, we just drifted off. Sorry. No, that's, that's the chattiness of that. (laughs) So they did a crisis on infinite earths on TV. So they brought in Ezra Miller's Flash to meet the TV show Flash. Like they were doing multiverse probably two years before Marvel and before this new Flash movie. Supposedly, this new Flash got his costume idea from meeting the TV show Flash. So, bitch, an idea. Yeah. I did. You know, like I said, I don't watch. But the internet is what the internet is, and I was hard able to, to find the clips. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fucking egg. Hard to miss. Indeed. So did watch that and loved it. Almost, you know, I am that guy. I am that nerd. Maybe cried just a little yeah. bit where I was like, they're doing it. They're really doing it yeah. for us. Now with No Way Home 2, I'm kind of like, man, I wish they got all three Superman at the same time. Yeah. Like, they're all in it, but they not all three of them are together. Uh-huh. That would have been cool to see. Definitely. So we're talking then Tyler Hoechlin, Brandon Routh, and... Tom Welling. Oh, and Tom Welling. Well, they were all in that one. What about um, Henry Cavill? Oh, yeah. I think they reached out to him. He might have turned it down, I think. I think they reached out to everyone. Sometimes they're not allowed to play because of bullshit and stuff like that. Yeah, like they probably couldn't get Michael Keaton because now he's doing The Flash. So surprising. Not surprising, kind of. I don't know. And Batgirl coming on... The summer, he's suiting up again. Very interesting. Excited to see where that goes. Yeah, 70-year-old Batman. Yeah, and not in like an older <laughs> Batman suit, like donning the original suit that we think he should be Still wearing. Still fits, I guess. <laughs> Weird. But, you know, uh, kind of down this tangent that we have gone into the awesome DC talk, which is always super appreciated around here, I would definitely count that into the fucking chattiness of this motor breath. Super duper nice. I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. With that, though, I think we're good to end out of this bud section. And we can enter into the bro section where we're going to get to talk to you a little bit more, find out more about you, and find out more about your art. Cool, cool, cool. I'm almost positive that I followed you before we somehow became even closer connected. The photo that especially first comes to my mind that I love is going to later lead us into the superhero section, but it is of the White Ranger, the White Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, ripping off into the Red Zero Ranger, right? Yeah, I got a cool little story about that. Um, So that hashtag show, I was friends with those guys. I made t-shirts for them, and we were actually working on a comic together that didn't take off 98% my bad. But... um, so they write articles, they review comics and stuff, and there was a comic, um, a Power Ranger comic, where I think it was the Green Ranger ripping off his costume, and like the White Ranger coming out, so they were like, Ryan Lindbergh Art did this first, and then the artist of that comic was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I was like, my bad. I mean, I, he was um, referencing a Superman comic where he broke out of chains. And honestly, I was referencing a Spider-Man comic where he was ripping off Venom, so we're all copying something. <laughs> Everything gets inspired from yeah. something. Yeah, absolutely, man. 
But if anybody hasn't seen it, you did say it right now. But first and foremost, go ahead and blow it up. What is the Instagram account? So it's rlindberg underscore art. Really great page there as you headed out. Sorry, I should have asked you there. What what are you up to there follower wise? Because and talk about that, dude. Because in my opinion, that's a fucking ton. I think is maybe eleven thousand or shy of eleven thousand. Ten point nine, yeah. To what that last thousand's fake. Cause <laughs> um I did a Star Wars drawing and somebody's like, DM us and we'll post or whatever. I was like, all right. So I DM them and they said for thirty dollars, we'll put your drawing on our page and we'll shout it out and tag you, yada yada. I was like, all right, for thirty bucks, sure. They had like one hundred twenty thousand followers, and then I just instantly got a thousand followers, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> so we'll say ten thousand. Still super fucking. That's that's a lot, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Been trying to get numbers up too, and it's just it's it's a lot of pressure as well. You know, especially you do a lot of polls. How much action do you get back in terms of talk back? Not as much to justify the number of people that follow me, which is annoying a little bit. Yeah, really. It's like to have 10,000 followers and maybe seven people take the poll. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. But I, the poll I did was, uh, I was, it was like a bracket. I was trying to figure out what people liked. So I did Marvel versus DC, um, Power Rangers versus Star Wars. Power Rangers overwhelmingly won. I was like, I'm so sick of drawing them yeah <laughs> i mean i like it it is fun but i've drawn so many yeah i've seen it yeah no it's if you are out there listening and you are a fan of power ranger art definitely all so yeah much. yeah yeah i can't lie that's how i knew about you before yeah we ended up crossing paths like this which is kind of fun man like in my yeah. opinion this is like one of the first real interviews of the show just like oh shit this is cool it is fun it's nice to see it out of the house too <laughs> <laughs> So how'd you get into drawing? You always just been drawing for as long as you remember? Yeah, definitely. I think what helped too is my dad doodled a bit <clears throat> and he had like a drawing book. So he taught me like a little bit here and there. I he wasn't even close to what I can do now. He he was more like Garfield comic style. But so the definitely where it started and then just as you're doodling in school and teachers are like appreciating it and like this is the art kid and mm-hmm. then you just you like it so you keep going with it he's just chasing likes before there were likes good fucking pull dude <laughs> yeah no that was definitely a friend of mine growing up who that story reminds me of of just like the teacher up front being all right well we'll need somebody to draw and 21 faces just turned and looked at the same you were that person then yeah That's what's awesome. funny i was i'm complaining about like drawing power rangers too much i was probably more like spider-man growing up everyone's like he'll draw spider-man i was like i'm so sick of it <laughs> let me draw batman yeah exactly anything but that yeah so what do you want to then draw more of if you could just be drawing anything that you want i don't have anything specific no um <clears throat> like i randomly did star wars the other day i was thinking about like doing a lord of the rings drawing what happens is because i am chasing likes that little addictiveness when i get like 20 likes on star wars but i'll get like over a hundred or so on power rangers i'm like why mm-hmm. and then i drop more power rangers because i want the likes yeah which don't equate equate to anything real like i don't get money out of it or anything damn that's a damn shame because you should because you're great at it yeah i mean i post i put stuff up on t-shirts if people buy a t-shirt and then once a month they'll be like hey these people bought a t-shirt here's 20 bucks and i'm like cool i didn't know i was getting that nice Speaking of which, is that the shirt you're wearing? 
No, I didn't make this, but it is a Zio shirt. So it's fucking dope. Yeah, it was definitely. Man, I wish I could remember the guy's name so I could shout him out. Matt. Tough luck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, ended up. We were talking just kind of back and forth on that Instagram, and we found out that we both actually went to the same school at one point in New Jersey. Yeah. Weird co winky dink there, huh? How, how long did you last there? Uh, I made it through one full year. I made it through first year somehow. I made it through fall. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely regimented. It's uh, anybody out there? Cubert School, mm-hmm. uh, New Jersey, North Northeast New Jersey. Yeah, Dover. Dover. That's right. So um, I wasn't actually enrolled. They did like a weekend class, so I mm-hmm. just did that for a couple months. Nice. Yeah, it was it was intense. I did it for that, and uh, it was five five days a week, Monday through Friday, with two classes every day, split up into four hour classes. Mm-hmm. So like ten classes a semester, and it was just it was it was a lot. And I was not always the kid growing up drawing, definitely doodling and shit like that, but definitely was not ready for that type of. I don't think anyone is. I, they were showing me one of the projects was to do like a spiral staircase. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. They, the perspective always was really big part of it. And yeah. Pushing and fucking and something with that. that. Like wraps around like that. It's insane. Or like they do, all right, do a double splash page with a hundred faces. Oh my God. What the fuck did you just say? Like, yeah, wow. it's like running a race almost. Yeah. Like a long distance race where you die out halfway through. and it's... Yeah. And you have six weeks to do it, which you're like, oh, six yeah. weeks. But then you have nine other people kind of giving you the same shit where you're like, oh, so I have six weeks to do 10 things where mm-hmm. then you do the math and you're like, I'm fucked. <laughs> this, is, this is a lot. And then, and to their credit, especially Fernando... Can I name check Fernando Ruiz like this? I that don't know. Sounds correct. Um, he 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 flat out said, you know, there will be blood in the snow. Yeah, not everybody's <laughs> cool gonna make it. it, you know. And it's it's self telling that the first thing that you asked when we brought it up was, "How long did you make it?" Yeah, because <laughs> exactly, if you make it to the end, dude, like you're fucking. It's it's a battlefield. It's insane. Yeah, I never was enrolled, so I never got like a semester of homework or anything like that. But they talked about the school. They gave us a tour. They showed us projects people were working on. And I was like, oh, this is military. <laughs> it's insane. But how cool is the school? Yeah, it's so cool. You just walked like, around. Spider-Man's a bathroom or something? Yes. Wonder Woman's on the ladies' room. So Spider-Man's cool. on the men's room. If I try hard enough, I can smell it. Not the bathroom, haha. But I could smell the front door. I can... I can really put myself... Yeah, it's like an it was, old school... And it, There's like a certain paint smell to it. Yep. And there was always this sense of like, ooh, I want to show everybody what I did, and I don't want to show anybody what I did. So it's almost like a weird, nervous smell, if that makes sense. But yeah. cool school, dude. Second fucking floor had a library like you would dream about. Like, here is every comic book ever. Yeah. it's Read. Enjoy. And there. It's it's so much. Maybe not ever, but definitely a ton of a ton a ton a ton a ton of stuff. Yeah. You had mentioned earlier a book that hadn't started. Like, what kind of self stuff, if any, have you ever done? Are you working on anything? Um, <clears throat> I worked on a book, maybe 2013, called Soul Star. Um, this the writer I 
I think it was an aneurysm he had um, that he was recovering from. So he wanted a superhero he could identify with. And he created this uh, superhero that I believe had an aneurysm. It's so long ago, so it's a little foggy. But every he got an artist for every page of the book. Some artists, like I did three pages. But it was so cool to have like that jam session where every page is a different artist, different style. Um, so that was the first one. Uh, then I published, I'm working on my own graphic novel. I published the first two issues of that. Um, I'm working on the third one, but it's, yeah, let's, can I hear more about that, man? That's fucking dope. Yeah. Oh God. So it's about a dreamer that's stuck in dreams and not their own dream. It starts off. He's in somebody else's dream. So it starts. What's that word for when the story starts in the middle? There's a word somebody could find it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it just starts right off in the action. And I like that. I kind of wanted to showcase in that first issue what the dreams could do and like what like world building a little bit. So like you can see how he can morph his body into like whatever he can imagine. So it's like an imagination power because you're in a dream. But it's not his dream, so he can't control the environment, only himself. The dreamer has full control. Okay. The problem is the dreamer is trapped in the dream because there's a fear in their real life that they need to overcome in this dream, which is actually a nightmare. And their fear is manifested into what I call a boogeyman. So it's not even like a physical fight. The the main character is physically fighting, but that's also fake too. Cause the dreamer has to trust that the hero is pushing the boogeyman back. He's not actually doing it, but her belief that he's doing it is keeping her nightmare at bay. She, oh, there's a different dreamer, but the first one's a woman or a little girl. She has to overcome her fear and that's the only way to beat the boogeyman. So there's not a physical confrontation from the dreamer, but it's always like, and the dreamer's trying to kill or eat or whatever. That's really fucking intense sounding. Yeah. I like that, though. The, yes, it's not so much a physical strength of the hero character as much as a... But at the same time, there is a Spiritual fight, so belief, cool. correct, yes. But what's fueling him is not, you know, muscle fibers and stuff like that. It's the little girl believing, like, he can win. Yeah. He will win. He and, does win, then, because of which. Yeah. Maybe. I didn't... That sounds awesome. I mean, like, what was the name? I'm sorry. Uh, Dreamcatcher. Fucking A. And there's two out. Two out, yeah, so far. Um, I feel like the first two are more like prologues. The third one is where the actual story starts. That's where you meet like the main dreamer and go on like you learn what the dream world really is and what's going on with that. And that's going to be about three issues and then it'll be a five issue graphic novel. Past that? No, no, no. I'm just making sure. So there's two out now. There's going to be three more. And that, so you're saying, okay, yeah, now yeah, I understand. Yeah. Five issues will make one book. Yep. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, no. You did the math, right? My <laughs> brain was just about three steps back going, wait, is it three? Okay, there we go. Another Sorry. cool thing I did with it too is because each dreamer's world is different, I drew it different. So the first one's like a seven-year-old girl. So I did it all in crayon with like- Dude, you're making me happy. Like this is what like- Creative awesomeness sounds like, yeah. The second one uh, is like an older man that's super depressed, kind of suicidal a little bit. It starts off so light and like kid-friendly, 
And then issue two, I'm like, this guy's on the edge of suicide. <laughs> but everything's pencil. And that was tough because it's not like crayon too. There's no undo button. The third issue is digital, but I chose like anime style. So I'm real get careful with like my lines and stuff and trying to mimic anime. And then hopefully I could finish off in a style I feel like doing. I want to come back to that, but that yeah. does kind of lead to a fun art question that I've always kind of do you enjoy more the paper and pen or ink or, you know, the medium in paper mm. Or the digital style. It was crazy. I have paper texture um, gloss or whatever it's called that you put on screens. So when I'm drawing on my digital tablet, it feels like paper. Whoa. Yeah, so I can't even say that I... It's like I do prefer paper, but now that I have this texture on the glass, it's like it's the same to me. Blow my motherfucking mind, dude. That's yeah. insane. Super duper cool. And even the like the the types of digital pencils they have now and stuff, it's like it's so close to being the same thing. It's crazy. So yeah, drags the same. You know, it's got the same thing. Then yeah, the lefty or a righty? Righty. Interesting. I always ask. You know, I'm a lefty. I think that was always just it's righty horrible. for drawing. Switch for other stuff. Like I'll bat lefty. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Brains messed up. Wires are crossed. Yeah. There's. I don't think there's a thing. I definitely won't throw this way. No fucking way. Batting righty would be like this, right? So no, that doesn't feel good. So yeah, definitely would bat lefty. What else do you do with your other hand? That hmm. Nope, not good with my <laughs> right-handed roll. Sometimes I try to write with it just to be ambidextrous. Couldn't do that. Like sometimes I tried yeah. to draw with it too. I think I've gone through that phase. Where I was like, I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. I'm it, good it with the sucks. one hand. Yeah. <laughs> So then we were kind of circling back to then what you're going to do for the next issues of that being you're not decided of what medium yet. So. It's anime. Oh, okay. So the last three will all be then. I think the fourth one is going to be the hardest one to do. That's going to be like paint. Whoa. Like digital paint. But okay. But mimic. Yeah. Again, the, every, the brushes and digital medium have gotten so good that it's like, it's not, I don't. I obviously don't feel like I'm holding a paintbrush, but it reacts the same way as a paintbrush. So it's going to be just as challenging. I do have an undo button, though, which is nice. Yeah. And then the last one will be part anime and maybe part, like, just comic book, like, like you would see at Marvel or something, which is what I like drawing the best. It's the most fun for me. Awesome. Well, you are talking about anime, though. Uh, do you like... What kind of animes you like? It's probably Dragon Ball Z the most. My man. <clears throat> See, like, I'm always so nervous asking that because I almost never know a yeah. lot of current ones. But I do fuck hardcore Dragon Ball Z. I'm obsessed with it. I watch, especially now that I'm trying to draw anime, I'm watching, like, breakdown videos of their animators and how they did the cells and stuff. Um, I just found, it's called production sketch art, where they'll sketch out the characters and then they'll go in with, like, red and blue and yellow and pick out the highlights and shadows and stuff like before they actually animate it it's really cool it's like I, i'm obsessed with it now super super hardcore that sounds amazing it's funny now to think of a cell of the character <laughs> cell yeah and how many yeah. cell cells there are and just it's a bad joke but you know, had to allow me, please <laughs> it was low-hanging fruit i had to go for it but yeah, Dragon Ball Z, uh, I think it's really the only one I might have seen. Mm. 
I didn't watch Dragon Ball, as far as I know. And I didn't go to GT for some reason, just the time I was growing up. You watched With Super? the friend. Which one? Super? No, what is that? That's the newest one. All right, what's happening there? It's already over. Okay, <laughs> um, what happened? Like, what? where so, Where are we time-wise then? Like, um, did he... It's after Z. Okay. Um, It's Goku fights gods. Okay. So they expand on, like, the god bracket. Um, purple cat, purple cat, gotcha. God of death. I've seen something. I've seen a movie with him. Or He's something. bored. He hears Goku's the strongest in the universe wants to fight him. As um, they do. There's like a God power he can unlock, but he has to ask Shinron and then he gets it. Vegeta learns it. <clears throat> so then they become super Saiyan gods, but then they can also turn super Saiyan from there. And that's where you get the blue hair. So it's like super Saiyan God, super Saiyan, they call it, which is, mouthful yeah really after super saiyan 2 we really gotta stop man yeah and that's not even like the final one there's an ultra instinct that not even gods can get to okay goku gets to it so I, he's like stronger than all the gods now i guess <laughs> he is physically just the strongest ever i don't think he's fought any gods in that form but the other gods can't achieve it so i'm guessing he probably could fight gods interesting Broly just came back pretty recently, no? Yeah. Did he fight Broly in that form or something? No? Nope. Uh, Fuse, though, with Vegeta, they fought him. Nice. Yeah. I don't remember that since Boo. Yeah. There's a lot of confused listeners right now going, are God, they saying fucking was... words right now? And yeah, yeah, no. If, <laughs> yeah. You're, if you're in, you get it. But if not, you're sitting there going like, I think they're saying words. They did a multiverse, too. No their, shit. Their multiverse is different, though, because it's not... It's not like there's a different Goku in every universe. It's just a totally different universe with its own characters. And it kind of makes sense, too, because, like, um, if Planet Vegeta, where they come from, if that was never destroyed, that has a ripple effect across the entire universe with, like, births and this and that and et cetera. So, I mean, really, you, you change one thing in the timeline, everything's different. So yeah. a lot of those characters don't exist at all. Interesting. But there are like, there are Saiyans in the other universe. Their planet just developed different. Because Frieza yeah. never blew it up? Frieza, right? Nice. I don't even think, there wasn't was a Frieza. So there must have been something like even back further that that species never came around or something. I don't know. Interesting. Last thing I saw on that is that we got to look at a teen... Trunks and Goten, like how? Like I mean, I don't know. I just saw something, and I'm trying to grasp his straws to keep uh, up with the Dragon Ball conversation. No, that's not on the show. No, I don't know if they're gonna do a movie with that. That'd be cool. Yeah, because they're constantly still like, now is that current? Do you know? And we just dub right over it, or are we still dubbing over stuff? And they're like way into the future. We're caught up. We're caught up with yeah. them too. That's amazing. God bless the internet, because it's been going on for how long? It's done now. I think it ended a couple of years ago. I mean, like, since the, Dragon oh, Ball, 80s, like, yeah. in terms of being pumped out of, like, how the long have we followed Goku? Going, yeah. So it's got to come back. Cool. And then I don't know how you go beyond God. I'm sure there's going to be some new hair color that's, like, ultra God Super Saiyan. <laughs> Interesting. Now, to close on out of this bro section. Yeah. As we were talking about both manga and, you know, the more comic book style art, I have a question. It's it's almost aged old. It's, it's, it's a question maybe never to be answered, man, but I'm going to ask you. Goku versus Superman. 
Who wins? Superman. My man. All right, cool. I don't know if you've read the issue where Superman flew through multiple suns to power up. And it was actually inspired by Dragon Ball Z where Gohan does like the father-son Kamehameha to kill mm. Cell. It was inspired by that. Superman like flies directly through a star. It feels really powered up. Flies through like nine more of them. And then just punches somebody in the face. We're going to have to look that one up. It should have shattered like the universe. But comic planet's fine. Batman was still able to stand right next to it. Of course. Because <laughs> Batman is always willing to stand yeah. next to it. He can always withstand it. I don't think it. Goku could take that hit. Awesome. I'm sorry to dovetail. Just one more. Did you see the new Ghostbusters? Yeah. Because now you're one of the only people now who I know will get the when, spoilers, if you haven't seen the new Ghostbusters, when little Ghostbuster was joined by Harold Ramis and Big Spangler held over her to hold it. I got Goku, Gohan, Kamehameha vibes. And I... That's You're one of the only cool. people who fucking would understand me there. So yeah, man, thanks so uh, much I for that. I wonder if I thought about that when I saw it. That's all. Oh, I was just like, this is, a, uh, and I tried to explain it. And just to kind of get there is like, I find myself even, I did it today where I, I go to explain something. I'm like, the payoff's just not going to be there for you. I'm just going to shut the fuck up and yeah, keep watch working. Yeah, 400 episodes <laughs> get my joke. Exactly. Oh man, your fucking buddy, that was awesome. Yes, exactly. You'd have to, yeah, perfect. But yeah, so I also agree. Superman would win. Uh, if anybody else, I want to always hear comments and questions and stuff like that. Superman versus Goku, who would win? You could find us all over the internet. But we are going to close on out of the bro section and get into the superhero section where it's time to go Zio. Before we go Zio, actually, would it be to talk about just almost Power Rangers in general, starting off with Mighty Morphin. And uh, did you always grow up with Power Rangers? Yeah, definitely. How long, like, always remembering from the very first? Yup. Because um, I was born in 98. What did that come on? 93? Yes, sir. Yeah, so I was probably literally watched all of it. Me too, exactly. Same year, September 90. So I remember almost to the day of, it's called Day at the Dumpster, I, I believe. And just like the kid next door to me taped it. I was like, we should watch it. And like, he's like, all right. Like every day I want to watch the first episode of Power Rangers. Yeah, that's, you know, what's crazy is if you missed an episode, that was it. At least you thought that was it. True. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Because it built such a story. It's as I, we talked about trying to rewatch it. And even as an adult, you know, it's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It is hard to watch all the episodes through. Every single episode of Mighty Morphin from start to finish is like, how many three? I want to say 300, but that sounds ridiculous. I know, season one, I think, is like 64 episodes. That, That's yeah, like so. three seasons in one season <laughs> in uh, today's I, standards. It's it's total, yeah, it's a lot. So 93 TV series, 156. So yeah, oh I was way God. off at 300, but 156 episodes, like... You can't do it. It gets quite campy. However, growing up, it was everything. So cool. Especially, so as we talk about, you know, three years old, definitely remember it. As that was wrapping up, going into Zio, I totally remember from what they call the Alien Rangers. Yeah. You remember that last little bit of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers where yeah. they were like young kids and the Equations had to come and help out and shit like that? Like, 
that like I remember those definitely like you were talking about I have to go home. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing today. I have no, to like, go home. <laughs> you can't watch it anytime you want. Like it's that set time or not at all. Yeah, absolutely. Appointment television. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I you know, I thought we were talking about we each have Red Ranger helmets. Yeah. And imagine telling that that kid that we're talking about, that version of yourself, like, no, I cannot play today. I must go home to find out what happens. You're gonna own that fucking helmet. Oh my, my head God. would have exploded. It would have exploded off my body. Yeah, I think I used to put rubber bands on like paper plates and wear it on my face. Smart. Very, very good. Yeah, I Cut had out a, the eyes and stuff. Awesome. I remember I had a uh, one piece costume that came with like the really plasticky kind of rubber oh, yeah. with the one thing. Yeah. I had one of those. It was cracked easy. It did. I kept it. I tried so hard to keep it for the longest time. But like you said, you know, when you're a kid, especially too, because you're jumping around and shit like that, lost it pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah, I've broken a few Power Ranger toys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Luckily, the ones that I have now are all picked up secondhand because I don't... One that lasted the whole time was a Morpher from Power Rangers in Space. That one was originally mine off the shelf, bought and kept until this day, whereas everything else I have, I would say I got as an adult, definitely over the age of 18, secondhand and shit like that. Yeah. But the in space one lasted the whole time. That's cool. I used to have that gun. That gun was a lot of fun. The the in space gun? Yeah. Yeah. Just like put it in the backyard and pretend doing cartwheels and stuff with that gun. It was fun. Damn. Because that was the triangle one, right? Yeah. Nice. And it came I, apart, too. Oh, cool. Yeah. I don't remember that. That's so... See, like, it's so weird to think about all the things that stuck and then all the things that I'm just like, oh, yeah, I can't... Like, because I'm sure... That, again, sorry to bring him up. And JD, if he's listening, he's going to laugh really hard at, like, the boy next door, Tyler, definitely had that one. Yeah. We were talking about remembering, though, and really thinking about the story, for those who don't know of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, eventually it does end, and they switch into now what is almost commonplace of Power Rangers in terms of new season, new look, new Power Rangers blank, you know? So this was going to be Power Rangers Zeo. And leading up to it, something I didn't remember until I watched that little bit of a recap was like there was little serials in between reruns of like, where are the Power Rangers? What's going on? There's a new force happening. Do you have any recollection of that? I The only thing I remember, did they show the Zeo Rangers at all? No, it was just like bit characters going, where are the Power Rangers? Nobody no, knows. I don't. I think, do they do like in-betweens of Bulk and Skull too? Yeah, lots of Bulk that. and Skull action. Uh, because the way that it ends in spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen a show since the 90s, the power chamber, the Power Rangers bat cave, if you will, gets blown up. They lose their crystal that's going to give them the new power. Like, shit looks really bad. And yeah. we're what, five, six? What a cliffhanger. <laughs> How freaking, like, I don't can't think of a show now that would leave you on such a what's going to happen. Yeah, for a. Like a five-year-old, too. I just, this, the summer, just, oh, you know, most kids love the summer, and I just was laying around going, what happened? Yeah. What's going on, guys? When we eventually come back, what a great opening two-part of them getting new powers, yeah. new colors, and new kind of stuff. Going to that, like, 
did you have a color that you liked better? Because especially two to talk about your art and kind of bring that back because you did one for each of them, mm-hmm. of them ripping out of them. How do you feel about the girls like just being like, no, nah, you're still pink and yellow? It made sense. Maybe it's like an OCD part of me that I was like, everyone should have the same colors. But you're going to make Tommy the leader. He's got to be red. So, And then from there, the other guy's colors just got mixed up. So why do you think that the Red Ranger was always the leader of Zeo, but after Tommy came into power, like Mighty Morphin, it became the white one. You know, Rocky kind of took the back seat. <laughs> yeah, Jason David Frank always gets the biggest cut of that pie. Yeah, huh? definitely. Were you? How would you feel about Tommy Oliver, the sixth Ranger for the most part? Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. Like growing up, yeah. he's the only one with the shield. He's the only one with his own Zord. It's yeah, like, the Zord is awesome. You get all the fun toys. Yeah, good call. <laughs> the shield too, dude. So that's funny that we talked about on the first one that I definitely, when they were taking from the Japanese clips, the shield was really tough looking, almost made like almost out of a rubber, it looks like. But when they were recreating it in America, they didn't get the actual shield and it looks all clothy and bullshitty. Yeah. Did you ever notice that as a kid? No. There's a, I didn't even realize that they like reused scenes or like, I don't think I even realized they would like mix and match fight scenes too. Like you'd see a Megazord punch, but then it would cut to a monster from like a different season mm-hmm. falling down. Yeah, if you uh either that or if you look at the kick, like the Thunder Zord, let's say would throw the kick, but if you pause it at the right time, you could see the Triceratops foot where you're yeah. like, wait. It's crazy. That should be a unicorn if it's the Blue Rangers and shit like that. So, yeah, I totally I understand what you're saying there. That's funny. Because eventually, towards the end of those 156 episodes, they started creating content. And the really mind-blowing thing that especially happened then in Zeo, and almost every time from there, was them with their helmets off. Mm-hmm. Blew my mind, man. Everything up to there was still them, but them holding them to the side, like... The first time we saw that was seasons. You know, you'd think that you'd see that. No, dude, it took seasons for us to see them outside of that because they just didn't have the time or the product to make those scenes. Yeah. So it was one of the first things we saw in Zeo. I liked Adam went from black to green because green mm. was always my favorite of the original. And Adam, Johnny Young Baj was always my favorite to take over the original three that came in because like Rocky and Aisha were cool and all, but Aisha eventually took off and we got Tanya in for Zio. So if you're just watching all of a sudden Tanya's there and you're like, wait, what happened to Aisha? And she's like, Oh, she's in Africa because she's a vet. And you're like, wait, what the fuck did you just say? And you're like, yeah, she's in Africa. She's a vet. And you're like, okay, like 30 years in the past, 30 years in the past. She stays a kid too, right? You, I think the, the world eventually spins itself back. But if you remember, too, Zordon's like, her parents were there, too, and she grew up exactly like, don't worry about that shit. And they just pish posh that shit right under the rug of like, how did you leave a little kid in the past and things are okay for her now? Like, they really swept those fucking details under the rug. Story. Speaking of which, kind of get into Zeo and the story that happens. Another character, key character, gets pish poshed away during Zeo. Zeo, right? Yeah. Billy eventually fucks off. Yeah. That Billy. was crazy. Poor Billy indeed. So when we get into Zeo, there are five parts of the Zeo crystal, six people standing around. Tanya's like, no, 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 I won't do it. And he's like, no, go ahead, do it. I'm just going to stand around and help and shit. Mm-hmm. We get into eventually my favorite part, you know, almost everybody's favorite part, because the six ranger always kicks the most ass of the gold ranger. 
where Billy is kind of maybe going to take over. Spoilers doesn't. Double spoilers Jason does. We'll circle back around to that. But eventually we find out Billy... Oh, man, I got to double back to make the story. Did we talk about in Mighty Morphin, they got turned into little kids? Mm -hmm. Sorry. Billy was the first one to come out of that, and it had a side effect of him becoming really old. So all of a sudden, when you're watching Zeo, David Yost, the original Blue Ranger, was there and shit. And then this old guy showed up, and they're like, this is Billy. He aged up, and he's got to go to Aquatar. And he was gone. Yeah. I remember that. That sucked, dude. Yeah, I guess there was some behind-the-scenes stuff, but that does suck. It's dirty behind-the-scenes <clears throat> stuff, too, apparently. Yeah. You know, I don't want to spread rumors. I wasn't there or anything, but anybody who hadn't heard um, said then spreading rumors. I hate to be the guy who's like, I don't want to talk shit, but, like, he's uh, gay. And apparently he got bullied on set for being so, so he's like, fuck this, and left. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. It does. But I also think that any of those feelings that he might have held on to might have disappeared, because he has talked verbally as all people do when they're talking, about being, coming back, and shit like that. And yeah. so was Amy Jo Johnson, I think, too, recently tweeted, like, you better not make Power Rangers without well, us, or some shit like that. I think David Yost wrote a script that he pitched to Netflix. Really? That's the rumor I've heard. Fucking I, A. I think that's why, maybe why Amy Jo's, like, secretly means, like, do his script, not something else. Smart. That'd be cool. What would you expect to see out of that? I would love, if I were to write it, I would love to see <clears throat> the Phantom Ranger come back. And Already, I'm just like, shut up and take my money. <laughs> and he's got to like recruit new kids or something for a new monster, but it's revealed that it's Billy on the inside and that suit is keeping him young. Matt, 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 Matt. That's awesome. A, that's what I want. That'd be so And then so maybe he good. like reunites with the old Rangers too, just to like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, reason. but I'd want you to go sit down and figure it out. That's fucking dope, dude. So he, Phantom showed up in Turbo, right? Yeah, they never revealed him. No. I, they might have in the comics now. But I think Boom Studios is doing something with that, but I don't know if, if it's, it's not been... Billy, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't think... I'm not sure. Because somebody was saying when they were making it, it's like, it's it's the Rangers of everyone fallen, or like it's the ghost or spirit of all fallen Rangers. And I was like, meh, make it Billy. That'd yeah. be fucking dope. Oh man, I want, I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here looking at you blankly, like I like, keep talking, like keep well, telling you more sense. about what would happen. <laughs> it would make sense for like that suit to keep him alive, like a Darth Vader thing, kind of. Yes, exactly. That's exactly the fucking vibe that I got. Exactly with like with the fucking red. Yeah. Oh man, right in the center there. That's that's such a good freaking. If I remember design. Turbo too, when he loses that red ruby thing, doesn't he like start falling down? He's like powerless and. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes sense. That'd be so fucking good. But yeah, David Yost just kind of bounces. I think he does get his own credit cycle of like, hey, it's David Yost. Mm -hmm. Goodbye and stuff. So that was fun because Kim kind of like, I like we're talking about whoever played Aisha. Gone. Just, I don't, like nobody got to say goodbye to her. She didn't get a title sequence. I don't remember how Amy Jo left. Like she was just like, all right, here, cat. Meanwhile, she, you know, uh, she went to the Olympics. Oh yeah, yeah, totally doing yeah. gymnast stuff for sure. But in terms of a goodbye, Billy got kind of the short end, but at least he got the credits. Yeah, honestly, give me a comic of Billy on another planet. I'd watch that or read that. 
Yeah, him getting young and him just hanging out with Equations, just like, all right. Yeah, they let's got build monsters. stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah, they do. We saw him. Now then to circle back to an original team ever we did talk about. So it didn't end up being Billy being the Gold Ranger. The Gold Ranger was like a red herring this whole time. We didn't know it was a it's another alien and all three no, all of them are three people all within one person, which is yeah. weird. And this guy splits into three people and he's like, "Listen, I got to give this power to somebody else." And he does and it's Jason Scott, the original Red Ranger come back like that was cool. Yeah, definitely. I've heard him talk about that in interviews, and it, now that he says it, and I look back on it, him running through the desert in like a trench coat just doesn't make sense. With the bandana on, the big sunglasses, trench coat, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're trying to conceal his identity, maybe the bandana and the glasses, but the trench coat they probably didn't need. Why not the bandana over like the bottom of his face? You know, because they that were would, running through the desert, so yeah. to have some sort of protection would make sense. And that even then, like a hat, definitely cooler. Like why a trench coat? Yeah, because I was li- I just had that episode on before you walked in. Like it just I was watching a lot of Zio stuff, and it came on, and like. I was like, hey, look, it's fucking Jason. <laughs> but as a kid, didn't understand, didn't didn't realize what was happening. Yeah. It was cool, I got to admit. Even to be the actor and have to wear that, like, I, I wonder how many times they filmed that scene that he's in a trench coat in the desert. Just running around. Yeah. He's just like, I'm only doing this Sprint. one more time. Correct. <laughs> I, we're blowing shit up, too, because yeah. those things were like, whoa, all the way around him and stuff. How do you feel about the bad guys? So it was like this empire of robots compared to like i missed reed and zed i thought they were just cooler looking in my opinion when we talk about using stock footage from japan Mm -hmm. like all that stuff was definitely maybe not definitely but mostly old and grainier looking and i always felt like oh this is this isn't happening here it's happening somewhere else almost how do you feel about quantrons quantrons is that the name of them the putties yeah they were cool do i was that the name of them I feel like I'm mixing two things. Oh, yeah. That's I'm mixing like piranatrons and something. Yes, you're yeah. right. Quanchons are them. What were those guys? Korgs, cogs, cogs. Cogs. Yeah. Good call. They were cool. Their eyes lit up. They blew shit up. Yeah, their face came off and they had like a little thing underneath yep. to shoot lasers. It wasn't bad. You're right. I think that's when, <clears throat> I think Zeo is when I started caring more about their like non Power Rangers stories. They did a lot of cool, like, I think my favorite episode was they do, like, a, a mystery episode where it's kind of like Clue or, like, a murder mystery where you have to figure out who did it. They're all dressed up and stuff. Do you remember that one? Not off the top of my head, no. Yeah, they all went to, like, a dinner, and they're all dressed up in, like, costumes. And then the lights flicker, somebody dies, they have to figure out who it is. But then, then there's, like, the Power Rangers story, too, so. Yeah. The- the only ones that's come to mind right now is when they have to sing the whole time. Yeah. That yeah. one was really freaking strange. They did a Halloween episode, too, where I think... I think I remember that one, actually. Was it Adam that fell asleep and everyone was monsters when he woke up? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. They do a lot of like really cool stories. Just weird and out there, but at the same time, yeah. you know, it wasn't as campy sometimes. This one was right on the cusp of being like, oh, I can get through this whole thing, especially, too, because... As I kind of said, like it does wrap up eventually. Mm. You see the light at the end of the tunnel. You don't have to go for 156 long sprints. It's yeah. it is its own self-contained thing. But we did kind of talk about it's wrapping up in like a little bit of weak sauce. 
Yeah, I know. I never watched the Japanese version, so I don't know how their final episode went. Like, maybe they had a cool robot or Megazord battle. I have no idea. But we ended it with them being giant Power Rangers, and it was weird. It was, yes. Eventually, Jason can't be the Gold Ranger anymore, and he's got to give back the power. So Trey comes in. He's like, instead of making stuff big, let's just all get big. And they yeah. beat the shit out of the Machine Empire, and they're just like, all right, see you guys later. We don't and have, it ends. We don't have time for the Megazord today. No. Like, <laughs> oh, they don't want to wait today? We show this thing fucking three times every episode, but no, we're too busy now to yeah. show the same exact footage we've shown 156 times. <laughs> These guys are in a hurry. They don't want to wait around like every other monster. <laughs> Just put the cameras on the ground, point them up. We'll get done. Yeah. That's funny as shit. Especially when we talk about like what a cliffhanger it was to start the season. They're just like, all right, see you later. Mm-hmm. And then once again, kind of to end Zio in a sense, because Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, is the last time we're in the same power chamber. It's the last time we hear somebody call out to morph into a Zero Ranger, Catherine tries, but water stops it. Yeah. I don't water know. <laughs> stops it. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Like, again, do you know? Do you know why? Like, what, no do you have idea. an idea? Like, why the fuck would water, like, is it because it was electrical and she, like, short-circuited maybe? Because they had, like, those electrical paneling around there. Had they never you gotten know, wet? I always, my theory about how they morph is there's, like, do you remember Spider-Man Unlimited? Yeah. You know how, like, they crawl out of his watch yeah. and they make the suit? <clears throat> I always thought it was like that. And I thought Zordon had, like, a storage unit of all these little, like, beads or whatever. <clears throat> and they would transport, grid out the body, and then, like, attach to the body and place, like, a puzzle. That was always my theory. Dude, what you gotta, like, can we write stuff? <laughs> Let's just get together and like smoke a ton and talk about what we think Power Ranger stuff does and pitch it because you're amazingly creative with that. That sounds all, yeah, why wouldn't it work that way? That's how it should work because where does it emulate from if not the morpher, which are then on their wrists? It should come from one place, if not two in this case. Like, that was cool, dude. Sorry to kind of segue off there, but like instead of the one morpher in the coin, like the as I raise my wrist, sorry for people, like that's a cool idea as well. Yeah, I think that's the first time they actually did a morph, too. Because before, they just put their hands behind their back. This is like a the first dance one. Yes, there is some sort of something, which I think the Mighty Morphins try to, like, in my opinion, jazz up now, like with a weird wave and a one, two, three kind of action, where yeah. I'm like, nah, the first time you did that, you were just like, whoa, like you just put that <laughs> shit up there. So then we do go into Turbo, which, you know, kind of just settle back one more time with your art before we go. Put out that name if you don't mind. Yeah, it's rlindberg underscore art at Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I do like, and uh, one of the things that I've always loved, like, you got Blake Foster. Like, you do some of him and he liked your shit, no? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because when they started liking my stuff, it was cool. And I'm like, cool. Now, it's like I'm... I'm not, I still appreciate it, but I'm more numb to it, maybe. I had, uh, but that was the Blue Ranger, like yeah, the little yeah, boy yeah. himself. Like, you drew them, and he was like, like, yeah, that's fucking cool. Um, that's like really cool. <laughs> Mark Hamill liked a drawing I did of him. No shit. In every May 4th, I will post that screenshot of that like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, those who don't know, I think when that happened, I was like, was what? it him as Luke? 
I'm yeah. guessing. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, I know May 4th and May the 4th and everything, but like... I don't even know. Sometimes like, too, like maybe you drew a Joker. I could see that happening if you drew like a BTS Joker. I was thinking, I don't know. He's got so many millions of followers. I can't imagine how my drawing randomly made it his way. But it's so cool. It's awesome. Everything after that is like... <laughs> Mark Hamill yeah. liked my shit. Yeah, exactly. Why do I do anything anymore? I've already peaked. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a huge Star Wars guy then, too? Yeah. I, yeah, I'd say so. Nice. Because I had a really great time. I really do appreciate you coming here, and I would like the next one. You know, we did talk about that first. You know, I do believe we lived up to our expectation of doubling it up. I did have a great time. but Definitely. Having JD, too, because I know he likes Star Wars, we should definitely get back and have some Star Wars talk, if you wouldn't mind, because it's been waiting for the show for over a year now. Like, yeah. I would enjoy that shit. Yeah, we could skip the the new trilogy and just... Go back to, like, yeah, I'd like, yeah, I would love to start the way that they were released, <laughs> 4, 5, 6. Yeah. That would be a fun time. And then two, if I if I may be so bold for if we can't like for another one, I'd like to shift into Turbo and talk about Turbo as well next time. I have to watch it. I I try to rewatch through. I started Mighty Morphin obviously, and I quit at the beginning of Turbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turbo. We were talking about once again. Sorry to say off mic, but Turbo in the original form is already meant to be a parody. We were saying you were saying yeah. It doesn't play out well as they're baked into a giant pizza at one point. And you're like, really? <laughs> Is this what we're doing? That was, what was that, two up? Ep- no, that was one episode. Honey, I shrunk them. That was two. Were they flies or something? It goes weird. Yeah, there's a bug one where, yes, flies, something. It, it, it gets weird. It gets really weird. And I, yeah, I didn't. I also, too, you know, and I'm sorry, Blake Foster, even though we just punched you up, I like you now. At the time, I was like, I want it. Like, I didn't like Justin because I was jealous of him. I was like, if there's going to be a little kid Power Ranger, it's got to be fucking me. Like, I'm much more equipped than this kid to do it. So I was a little jelly of him, so I didn't really like him that much. But that's just me. Sorry to tangent once again. Dude, thank you. Thank you so much again for coming here. It's been a blast. I really do appreciate you so much. Thanks for getting high and talking nerd. (laughs) Oh, dude. that's, That's literally exactly what we aim to do here. So I'm happy to oblige. Once again, I say it all the time. It doesn't mean any less. Like, we only get 24 hours a day. I just took a considerable amount of your time just doing so. But I do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you once again, man. It was a pleasure meeting you. Pleasure doing this, like, chill-ass person to come in and do this. I appreciate you. Under weird, random circumstances. It is, yes. Out of now one degree together. We started from a few, but happy to know you. Happy to have you here. Thank you again. Thanks, Thanks for anybody on the other side of the mic. My name has been Nick James. I've been joined by... Ryan Lindbergh. This has been Bud's Frozen Superheroes, and we are out of here. <laughs>